and today I'm here with Jenna. Hi Jenna, how are you? Hello, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yes, I am really good. So, what is your business and what do you do? I design and make vintage style baby knitwear. So I, like I say, I design it, I research it, I design it, and then I go and make it. And I sell online. I do stock in a very few random places. Um, I'll pretty much collaborate with anyone who comes near me. Um, <laughs> I love that. It's a one woman. It's a one woman show, basically. Yeah, so you are quite happy to just be pimped out willy-nilly. Yeah, I w- I'll work, because I'm interested in everyone and everything, and I think I, I, I like positivity. So if people like my stuff, I want to be able to do something, oh, and if it's right, I want to be able to work with them. So, but are you like me, though? Because I will not work with arseholes. So I was on a call today with a guy who was saying oh yeah but you know you'll 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 work with anyone for money and I was like oh no I won't like I actually won't if, I won't if... now yeah I think you learn your lesson don't you exactly I've I learned will, my lesson I will work with I'm happy to be approached by people I'm happy to like for us to have a conversation about it and for me to maybe get over my initial first reaction to give it a bit more time but I think the main thing is is that you know what you're worth now and so as long as it works for you as long as working with someone works for you, then it's a win, isn't it? Well, for me, it's also about kind of my, well, one, my company. My, I'm very, I'm very honest about who I am and my personality. I do have a big personality. So if you want to work with me, you need to accept that that's just going to be there at, at some point in our conversation. I'm not going to be, you know, stilted and boring. I'm going to find fun and joy in everything I do so you know if you don't like that please please leave immediately (laughs) but also for my mental health I can't I cannot work with somebody who isn't a nice person I just can't why would I put myself through that it's such a what I do is such a personal thing and helping people you know grow and business uh, grow and love the business that they've had for for such a long time or or want to grow and scale there's no way I could put up with somebody who is just, I know. think because of what I do, I, it, that I don't, I I mainly deal with mums. Yeah. Who what I think an absolute you, joy though. Because the service is all about them and about their child, or you know, obviously there might you know people people buying gifts as well. Um, it's all been we've all been very nice to each other so far. So there's not I don't I don't actually have many negative experiences because Good. at the end of the day. Um, if it's someone wanting to buy something or work with me, they're probably a mum themselves. They understand. Loads of people have side small businesses, and they so they understand that. If they're uh, like a micro influencer, I guess they probably know they should be nice. Um, and I think actually it's quite from in for what I do. I find it. I'm not. I don't really come across. I don't have that many negative experiences. No, I don't anymore either because I, I make it very clear that it won't be accepted. Yeah. So you also do, first of all, the first thing that came to my head was who would you, who would be your ideal collaboration or not, maybe not a collaboration, but you know, who, who would you like ideally like to stock your, your wares, your clothing? And you don't just be baby Ideally, clothing. Selfridges. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I'd lo- I'm that, I think I'm, I'm expen- I'm quite expensive. I think the thing is is that when the yes, darling. It's, uh, 
I hand make everything. There, there are certain brands that I know that I pitch myself against when I'm doing my comp shops and my research. And that's the level that I consider myself to be because I use nice materials. I make unique products. Um, but other than being like stocked in an actual shop, the benefit of what I do is that I also just make to order. So you can come along and say, I want this in this color and I want this on top and I want that as a this and I, I'll basically just do it. One of the things that I've done is uh, like my children have designed their own jumpers and I just make them. Oh God. It sounds pretty clever actually when I say it like that. Yeah, sounds absolutely amazing and I'm so not capable of anything like that. But I'm not capable of what you're doing. No, and do you know what? And I love that. That's why I always so that what how I always sell myself is that I'm like your property fairy godmother mm-hmm. because the people that I deal with, the mm. people that I am, um, that are my clients, are people who have no interest whatsoever. Yeah. They love what they do and exactly. they adore their business, but they don't want to deal with any of the business premises shit. That's no. what I'm there for. Well, to them, it's complicated. Yeah, and probably a bit dull. Whereas for you, if that's rude, true, but true. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's because. But, but I love it. I find joy in it. I don't find it dull at all. But I completely and utterly agree. Yeah. Yeah. And that ends up something that you're interested in. Yeah, I know. How, what a weirdo. <laughs> I know. Sorry about that. But I do also like gin and I do find myself hilarious. So it's fine. That's all right then. Win exactly. win. Exactly. Exactly. So you'll be stocked in Selfishes by the end of the year. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But you don't just do baby clothing, although your baby clothing is amazing, but it does not make me want to have another baby. So congratulations no, no, no on me. that. No, <laughs> I no. don't want to have another baby. But you do but you also do like headbands and hats yeah. and everything like that. Well that's no, that was um I don't there's ba- babies grow basically. That's the, one of the many problems of babies is that they grow. Hence why my children used to be gorgeous. They are still <laughs> gorgeous. They used to be lovely and now they're vile. Uh, I've had a portion of that meal today which miraculously I've forgotten about already or like I've recovered from it already yeah you haven't forgotten you're such a liar you've recovered no no I've literally I've forgotten about it until I just reminded myself because I'd eaten my dinner basically and that was enough to distract me from thinking about (laughs) it um yeah so I just I make hats yeah hats and headbands because that can be that can then be for children and it can be for adults and there can be matching I could make adult clothing it's just that it would cost an absolute fortune to whoever's buying it but that's fine um and i one of the things i want to do this year um because it's knitting and obviously wool knitty things the perception of that is that's a winter product and that's absolutely fine although you know we always need jumpers and we always need cardigans i want to we're still in england exactly it's always cold um i want to i tend to use certain periods of the year to stock up on just general products on what I know sells and to prototype new things. And one of the things I do really want to do this year is dog jumpers. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> She's gone there. Okay. I mean, and there's a big mark. There's a market for it. Of course there is. There's and lunatics everywhere. There'll come a point and imagine matching a dog to a child, not headbands. This would be jumpers, obviously, because a dog in a headband would be really strange. Um, yes, of course. But uh, matching jumpers to your children, yeah. strange at all. I've got plans. Well, I mean, you're insane, but I'm happy for you. <laughs> I So I love dogs, and I, I quite like children too, although other people's children's not so much. 
but I'm allergic to all things. So I, I find it really hard to warm to things that stop me from breathing. But the ones that don't stop me from breathing quite as much, quite, I'd quite like a dog. Quite, and, I, and I know I would be one of those people that dresses it up. Oh, Definitely. Yeah, no. 100%. Yeah. 100% would my, with my, would my dog be... Huh? Big or small? I think small, but I think my husband would want big. Mm-hmm. And he's he used to have, or his mum and dad had this big mountain dog. It was huge. It was like a horse. And I loved her. Really? Him. Why did I say no. her? I loved him. I loved never him. Had, um... I never had pets growing up, no. so I've got, um, I appreciate them, I don't like being licked by dogs though, not in a scared way, I just don't I like I don't like being licked by anything. <laughs> no, but that's what big dogs do, they just slobber at you. Well, no, that's a no from me, no. Don't get a We've gone down a weird tunnel. I don't know how that happened. Anyway, um, so wh- what's the plans for your business then? And have you even said what your business is called? What's your business called? Bobble Knits. Oh, Bobble Knits, okay. So I what's... Branded last year. Um, my husband, who's quite annoyingly talented at many things, he built my website, he rebranded it, redid the logo and everything like that. Oh. Um, he's very clever. Can I can I have a little bit of your husband? Because I'm Which shit bit? at all those things. Yeah, just that bit, bit please. Yeah, yeah, just that yeah. bit. No, he's um, he's very very good at that. Um, not good at cooking, but he. Oh. Does, but you know he does the branding side. Um, what was the question? Oh, sorry. So, what's the plans <laughs> for the future for the business? Keep making and keep creating. Keep coming up with new things. Keep everyone happy. At the moment, I'm in a place where. I'm naturally and organically growing and that is enough for me because at the end of the day I am still juggling it with absolutely everything else in life and I think for me it's it's a business that makes me happy as well as hopefully making other people happy and as long as it keeps being steady and as long as I keep being creative and feeling happy about that I just let it gently snowball along really. So how do you plan on getting it into Selfridges by the gentle snowballing? Uh, At some point, isn't there going to need a sledgehammer? Yes, sledgehammer. That would be trade fairs. Got you. Yeah. Okay, trade that fairs, be, like the idea. Yeah. That would so, be, that's, um, that's just money. You get a money. You, and also, it's, uh, you just phone, you, you go, you know, I just need to have a stall at a trade fair. And then, because I've been around trade fairs on the other side to see how that works. Um, Tell me more. Why yeah. have you been around trade fairs and how do you I went know? With a, a friend of, I've got a couple of friends that have online businesses doing children's, baby and children's products. So I just went around with one of them because it got, you know, it meant I could go in and I could go and have a look and I could get a feel for what they do. And I've done trade fairs on both sides in my previous life before all of this when I was a footwear designer. Um, and so I've been on the stands and I've been walking around the stands, and so you get a feel for, and it, it's selling, it, it's selling, it's, um, I know how to sell, and so I would, that's what I would end up having to do. Footwear designer, that yeah. sounds nice. It was all right, yeah. Yeah. It was hard, Don't, you know, not everything's as glamorous as it sounds. But it Nothing was... is as glamorous yeah. as it sounds. If anyone is listening or watching and thinks that, 
that you know running a business is glamorous or yeah. you know being all over social media is glamorous then you're insane but because it's, hard work. it's, it's all lots hard work. of hard work yeah exactly it's all hard work it but is. I think that's been working in design previously that's what's given me the right head to develop ideas think things through and make them and and just know about production and and then the post-production all the stuff afterwards and dealing up and then and then because it's just me following up and being personal yeah it's such a personal business so what yeah. brought you to being a child fashion guru then babies oh babies, babies. squidgy and lovely yeah. and silent god i miss silent baby oh what that when what when they were asleep <laughs> well yeah essentially well no I was really lucky actually so I had my eldest she started speaking she never slept she cried all the time unless she was with me she didn't like she didn't need to be on me or anything like that but as long as she was holding yeah. my finger she, so she couldn't go to her dad she couldn't go to my mom she couldn't, she couldn't go to anyone as long as she was holding my finger she was fine but then she started speaking when she was five months old <gasps> and hasn't stopped speaking. since yeah she said her first word when she was five months old Oh my word. She could speak in full sentences at 12 months old. It was horrific. <laughs> then I had another baby when she was 19 months old. She didn't speak and to any, I mean, she'd speak to me, but like in whispered t tones. The new baby or the, uh, the, old, the older baby? No, so the young baby, she started speaking when she was about 15 months old, maybe, but only like whispering into my ear. She wouldn't speak to anyone else. So she never spoke until she was about mm, two and a half. I, like I knew she could speak. There was no problem. She just didn't want to speak to anyone else. She never cried. She never moaned. She could go to anyone. She would go to the postman. Like she just didn't care. She was just, as long as you're feeding me, she's not bothered in slightest. Wow. I loved that. It was amazing. I miss silent children. Turns out you just need to go away for the weekend. Yeah, that I do that a lot. Children. The, no, the deep joy of being um, divorced is that I get to have a day off every week. No mm. offence, children. Love you. No offence, ex-husband. No. You know, we get on very well, but a day off every week. Thank you so mm. much for... Yeah. Oh. That's not today. No. No, they are downstairs. Sorry <laughs> about that. podcast. Yeah. Yes. No, I am upstairs drinking gin while I'm talking to you, Jenna. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> no. So, when you are not making baby clothes or anything like that, what what are you doing with yourself? What's what brings you joy? Well, running. Other than drinking gin out of a can. Drinking gin out of a can, obviously. I do a lot of running and exercise. I'm pretty oh, me too. Are you a runner? Yeah, big time runner. I've um I've got a half marathon in a few months couple of months so I'm kind of training for that although I'm, I've done one before I don't want to do a full marathon that sounds oh good. I've done a few marathon. I'll do one they're lovely oh, I love them I really don't want to I'm not I can't play the thought of doing running for that long just I'm I couldn't do it I could do it I don't want to do it yeah I think I yeah. don't because I think I find it just boring yeah um but then it's me, so I talk to people. Like, I'm just like, hi, how are you? Yeah. That's true. And also, like, on the day at an event. There is oh, it's amazing. And so it's, you can't understand how you get through it until you're actually doing it. And then you're just feeling the buzz with absolutely everybody else. 
yeah mile 19 for me is mm. like brick wall where you just because you your head takes over it's not your body actually because you can still keep going but your head takes over and it keeps saying to you sit down you fucking idiot sit down <laughs> you fucking idiot yeah. and then you're like oh, i can't sit down i want to um rather than doing what is it 24 miles or however far it is 26.2 oh god 26.2 is even worse I want to I wanna go down the triathlon route. Uh, uh, no. That's my midlife crisis. No? Don't fancy? No. I no. Really like my midlife crisis is quite happily going to be like, um, you know, moving to somewhere in Europe for a year or something like that. Or as I did a podcast with Gaynor and David Ramsden and what they did, they, they, they weren't allowed to call it a midlife crisis. It was a gap year. Mm-hmm. Love them. Amazing. <laughs> they bought a boat and sailed it on the river Dartmoor, doing booze cruises for a year. Oh, I get that. My God. What that I mean, my, I've got a, my post midlife crisis, which would be basically when the kids have not moved out because they probably won't move out now. But when they're eighteen, and I can just leave them. I want to get an RV, and I want us to just go around America or anywhere. I don't know how that will work logistically with the RV. We might get it there. I just want to go driving around and seeing more of everywhere i do and my husband really wanted to do that for our honeymoon but then when i gently whispered in his ear and who will drive he was like oh yeah because we both like the gins and in america you can't huh you drive in the day yeah but in america you can't have any alcohol in your system so so i said is if we can have a driver then i'm on, on board for that t- completely but you could get a driver yeah Maybe i think i'll get a driver. a driver i'm sure that audrey RV, i i want a camper van anyway i'm fully on board with sleep? that where would the driver sleep well so okay thought about this H- hum, <laughs> humble brag but when was it last year the year before ryan my husband his business partner has a yacht in Spain and it had a crew of two people on it who took the kids out all day on jet skis and boats and everything. And then they slept underneath the boat while we slept in these amazing bedrooms. And then they just came back out in the morning and made us breakfast and drinks and then took the kids back out again all day as we lay on these boat beds. Oh, amazing. It was incredible. Oh, it was incredible. Memories. I know. Why why I don't live like that every day, I don't know. Maybe I need to start earning the big bucks. You will. One day. One day. I don't know. I don't, yeah, don't think that's my aspiration, but I, my aspiration is to stay friends with his business partner. Hell yeah. Yeah, completely, 100%. So what's your aspirations then? Where are you going to take this business? I mean, I know you've said organic, I know you've said Selfridges, but what's the grand plan? I'm concentrating more on social media, which is like the natural uh, platform, platforms to to work on. Um, There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of pull about basically social you have to remember social media there's a social side to it you can't as it because I'm, I'm a small business it's just me I don't have a team doing social media 
I don't particularly want to spend the money investing, you know, even if it's an investment um, of employing other people to do it. So you have to make, you have to start building relationships with your customers and your potential customers. And I'm already finding you put the work in and you do get, a, a, you do actually get a sense of enormous well-being from having a communication with someone that you've never met, but you basically just found them basic on Instagram and you just fall down the hole and you just start talking to absolutely everyone. And Completely. that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to push it in that sense. Completely. And, I interviewed um, a lady that I've been speaking on Instagram to. In fact, I've done a few of them now into um, different um, businesses that I've been speaking to for such a long time. And we were literally like, hi, you're right, like, <laughs> you're right, mate. And we'd never met each other in our lives. It was Isn't that really, amazing? Yeah, it's amazing. It's the future. I think I found it a bit daunting. Not daunting at first. I'm, try, I'm, finding, I'm being really stubborn about it. I, don't, I kind of don't want it to be that this is the way forward. But at the end of the day, this is the way forward. And there are probably so, platforms out there which we don't know about because we're probably too old. But Oh, don't get me. Oh, no, 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 sister. This girl is well. on TikTok. This girl has got more followers on TikTok than... I've never, I've seen it. I don't know what it is. For the love of God. Oh, no. It's videos, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh. And I've got more followers than my kids. <gasps> what do you do? You no, just I do... just talk. I can't do dances and all of that shit. That's not for me. I just talk and say, this is what I'm doing today. What are you up to? I might do a couple of funny things. Whatever, but I'm just me. Do people come? How do people find you? They just follow you. But how have they found you to follow you? Because there's a page that's so there's the page where you follow the people that you follow and then you like their videos and stuff like that and then the page called the for you page and that's that shows you videos that you might like and you're just Ah. like oh yeah that's funny follow yeah it's funny yeah oh is this on my list of jobs to do tomorrow then yes. Yeah, you definitely need to get on TikTok oh, yeah. and LinkedIn and all of those. So yeah. social media is, needs to be a big part of, of your life. Massive. Sorry, welcome it to is. the tunnel. It is, isn't it? It can be well, hours. Exactly. So I was, I was, um, I was recording a podcast with someone earlier today, and I was saying she was saying that she's on um, Twitter. And she does that a lot for um, PR and stuff. And I was like, oh, God, fine. OK, you know, I need to do Twitter as well. I said, but people must be sick of seeing my face. And she was like, yeah, you are all over Facebook. And I was like, OK, <laughs> sorry about that. I definitely need to go out dancing more. I can't remember the last time I went out dancing. 
You have to go out more, definitely. Yeah. We're going day dancing, which is even better than night dancing. Really? You go in the day. Yeah, you go in the day. So you get your kids off and then you go out with your partner person and you go and have a good old booty. So do you dance with your husband or do you have another partner? Yeah, well, you dance. Well, that's how we met. Um, oh, lovely. And then we will we'll dance together and then we all basically pour ourselves out to anyone, really. <laughs> we'll dance with anyone. <laughs> well, I mean, I took that in a completely different avenue, but, you know, I'm <laughs> impressed that you pulled it back to dancing. Of course. So if you were to give somebody else who was looking to be like a designer mm-hmm. uh, any tips, how would you suggest that they get into this? Uh, I think you just have to approach people and it's through the work experience. I think that is how it starts. I think you have to, you just need, you kind of almost need to approach people and then be lucky with someone who will actually explain to you and teach you what to do rather than give you the skivvy work because, and, and, and teach you the processes of how you do you do go and research you research styles designs pieces competitors you you know you research into all of that and then you basically you have a bit of a stream of consciousness design session um and it's about it's just you spent you have to spend time on it you spend time on your work your first idea probably won't be the right idea but you keep kind of developing it and changing it and then eventually you end up at the right idea and then you still tweak that one. It's a Do you not- have any products that you've designed that you've loved and they've not gone anywhere and you've been like, oh, that's, I'd have loved that one to be like perfect. I, I did have one, but I, at the time I really liked it and obviously I don't anymore. It was just a, um, I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. It was yes. literally... It was a like a PE drawstring bag, but I dropped it with a lining in it. And I thought, oh my God, all the kids are going to want this in nursery. Well, all the mums are going to want their kids yes. to have this in nursery. And nobody wanted one. And I was like, oh my God, why do these kids want this cute bag with this cute motif and it's waterproof on the inside or they can have the initial of their child on it, that kind of thing. And it just didn't sell at all. Um, I don't, I have no idea why. I think, to be honest, I again, it goes back to what you're saying about um, it's a learning process. The things that I make now do work because I've learned what works and I concentrate on those things that work. And then you, you know your niche, don't you? You're, we, you should, or we should know our niche. If you've been, you know, by the time you've been doing whatever your area is for X amount of time, you should know your niche. And there might be colorways that bomb, but ultimately I know what styles work for me. And I think that's, but that's because my I have a look it is vintage style and because I'm a small business because it's just me there's no point doing too much and I don't want to go off brand either um so when you, you keep it focused you keep it really tight very good tip I like it so is there anything that you if you did it all over again is there anything you would change <sighs> I'm thinking Mm, no, because it kind of, I, I'm a bit of a fate believer, a fate and destiny believer. It all happened for a reason. If I hadn't, my husband is the one that got me started. If I hadn't have met him, 
I met him and then he was the one that basically bought me a book for Christmas about it. And I was just like, oh, for God's sake, why have you bought me a knitting book? This is hideous. And then I was like, fine. And then I just started knitting and then I stopped talking to him. <laughs> oh, so essentially he bought you a device of which he didn't, he didn't have to listen to you anymore. Yeah, he's like, football's you... on and I'm like, I don't care, I'm knitting anymore. Oh, God, I hate football. Um, yeah, I hope my, if my husband's listening to this podcast, no. You still have to listen oh. to me, darling. You have to talk to me. Yes. Oh no, I, can, I kick into action at about eleven thirty-two p.m. just as we're getting into bed. That's when I start talking a lot. Oh God, I'd have you killed. That's <laughs> what he thinks as well. He's like, you've had all night to talk to me. Why are you talking to me now? And I'm like, oh, I've just remembered everything I wanted to tell you. I've got so much to tell you. And nothing happened, but I've got so much to say to you. Yeah. No, I definitely have you killed. Sorry about that, honey. I'll really start <laughs> so, early. Maybe maybe just change the clock. Yeah, yeah, completely. So it's actually nine thirty-two, but I it's or the clock say nine thirty-two. Actually, no, I still think he'd have you killed. So if anyone wants to kind of order from you, where do they find you? Where's the best place to order for you? From I you? am on www.bubblenips.com, or I am on Etsy www.etsy.com/shop/bubblenipsstore, uh, but and I'm on Instagram at Bobblenit. I'm on Facebook at Bobblenit. I'm on Twitter at Bobblenit. There's quite a theme going on here. Yeah, Etsy, a little bit Bobblenit. <laughs> a lot of Bobblenits going on. Etsy is my, a major port of call for me. I sell a lot through Etsy. That's got most, literally everything, all of my styles, all the different versions in a much more visible form. If you can't see them on Instagram, they'll be on that. And Bobblenits because it's the website, I'm just trying to keep it quite streamlined. So there's, um, what's the word? There's a curated collection of things on there. But again, it's all made to order. People can customize it, choose their own colors. And then there's also the subsection where you can, we can just discuss your knitting hopes and dreams. Your knitting hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. Because people can just send me a picture of what they want. And assuming I'm not plagiarising anyone, um, yeah. if they can just send me ideas of what they want. I then design, send them a design, and then we work on something together. So it's it's quite a um, unique individual process for each person. So you could be like my in-house designer. Well, can. Love it. Mm. Absolutely love it. So we are coming to the end of the podcast, and I end all of the podcasts in the eight-mile moment, oh, yes. which is... I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I make it very clear and everybody knows that already. But I love 8 Ma and I love M&M and he does all his rap battles by saying all the worst things about him. He's skinny, he's white, mum's not the nicest person in the whole entire world. And that means that his opponent can't say anything bad about him. So, Jenna, what are the worst things about you? I'm really messy. I'm very messy. And I always interrupt people. But I've tried not to do that tonight. You've done incredibly well. I interrupt people all the time. And I'm really messy. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, we've done good. Well done. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers to that. Yeah, but I'm, over, I'm so used to my flaws. I don't really care anymore. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard to fix both and failing fairly miserably. Well, I've never. Think. Yeah. We're not here to be perfect. Exactly. We can't be perfect. 
Well, I'm as close as you're ever going to get, so. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And as always, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast, please do send us an email at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. If you want to sponsor a podcast, you can get us there too. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.